New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. New on CuriosityStream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns. Reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about optimal Valentine's Day gifts, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how are you doing today, buddy? Yeah, um, I just, like, why? Like, I feel bad for, you know, people who aren't, like in a relate, like, why is Valentine's Day the day after the Super Bowl? It's just miserable. Like, how are you supposed to like get the energy to celebrate Valentine's Day with your significant other after you you're probably gonna you know win all this money on Super Bowl Sunday and you just you know I don't know. Like, well, luckily, see, that's, that's the problem, right? Is you you can't say you won a bunch of money on Super Bowl Sunday because then true. then you have to spend that money on the Valentine's Day gifts, and I I. I I stand with a lot of Americans in saying that I still think the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a holiday. Uh, I know that will honestly never happen, but seriously, the productivity drain across the country the day after the Super Bowl runs into the tens of billions. So, like, I, you know, I, I think a lot of people just call it sick or whatever anyway. Um, do you got any big plans for the big game this weekend? No, I'm probably not even going to watch it. I have a you know, I have a bet. I have a Super Bowl future on the Rams. Thanks, DK. They gave me a $300 bet. I had to place it on a uh, team to win the Super Bowl back in September. I put it on the Rams. So that's nice. Um, probably not going to, I don't even have cable. So, like, I haven't watched TV in years. I have ESPN Plus, so I do watch some hockey. Um, but yeah, I'll just follow, you know, Twitter. Twitter likes to tell me what's going on in the Super Bowl. If there's any good commercials, got YouTube. So maybe I'll watch some, uh, you know, a nice movie or something. Maybe I'll rewatch a Quentin Tarantino movie, Inglorious Bastards or something on Sunday instead of watching the Super Bowl. But, you know, not a huge football guy. I don't like, you know, hockey guy, fighting guy. I, I mean, I think you probably have to watch the halftime show this year. Uh, like, I know halftime shows can be hit or miss sometimes, but you have Dr. Dre, you have Eminem, you have Snoop Dogg, you have Mary J. Blige, and you have Kendrick Lamar all coming in to give a Super Bowl halftime show. Like, I went to a convenience store this morning, and the guy at the counter, he knows I write about hockey. He doesn't watch sports. He's like, I'm watching the Super Bowl this year, and it's specifically because he wants to watch that halftime show. So I think at the least, if you're not excited for the game, you can get excited for the musical acts 
not, I, I guess I, I, I usually do the same thing for Super Bowl every year. Like every once in a while, I'll go see some friends. But I mean, the last few years, it's been, you know, kind of tough. Um, probably just do my normal routine, throw some KFC into my stomach and call it, call it a night. Um, but we are here to talk about hockey. Uh, there, we have two slates we have to get to today. We're going to talk about the early slate in a bit. Welcome everybody to the Osmo Show. Thank you, Yahoo Fantasy, for being our sponsor. They have been our sponsor this year. They've been very, very good to us. So if you're new to DFS or you just want to get your feet wet and not play against some sharks or you just want some free money, uh, first time Yahoo users, we have a special giveaway for you guys. So we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Uh, not as big a night in the chat last night as the night before for winners, uh, as far as winners are concerned. I suppose you can't uh, post uh, Thursday nights like we had every night like we had on Thursday. Um, I ended up cashing last night, which I, I'll take because I made I, I was telling you before the before the slate that I had a late swap lineup all set. And I did. It was Edmonton one plus Seattle one. But it was McCann Eberle with Vince Dunn in my utility. And if Sonny Milano was in on that second line with Zegers and Raquel, I was just going to straight swap over to that Anaheim line. And I did. And yeah, Raquel scored, but Milano put up a zero and both uh, Vince Dunn and Jordan Everly and Jordan Everly scored in that game. So it hurt me. I still cashed. We'll take it and we'll run Vince Dunn. I think joining, getting onto that top power play unit for Seattle, I think that makes a big difference, not only for him, but for that offense. What do you think? Yeah, he's a definitely off offensive upgrade for Mark Giordano at this point in his career. Also, I was on Edmonton one. Did you, did you see that sequence at the empty net? No. Yeah. I mean, I, Hyman should have scored 19 times with the empty net. So I mean, that is tilting. That's 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 probably the most tilting part of any hockey game. I guess number one is just watching your goalie in general, um, especially if he starts to get lit up. Number two is watching with the empty net because you never get the goal when you need it, and you always get the goal when you don't. Like it, it I know that's not the way it actually works out. It's just the way uh, it seems in my head. So, yeah, empty net situations <laughs> can definitely be <laughs> super tilting. Um, before we get too much further, if uh, everybody in the chat could throw us a thumbs up, you guys have been pretty good about doing that so far today. Just click that like button. It'll help us a lot. Click the subscribe button, especially the subscriptions really help grow this channel. Keep these shows coming on a regular basis. Fingers crossed. MLB is somewhat around the corner. So maybe we'll have some MLB shows coming up. I see Tyler shaking his head. I don't think so either. I think it's going to be a little while, but we got to keep some optimism here. So NBA and NHL, we've got those shows coming. NBA All-Star Break is just around the corner. So we're going to have – we might have some NHL live before locks coming up, actually. So lots of NHL uh, stuff uh, going on over the next couple of weeks and the rest of the season. So click that subscribe button to keep up. Click the notification button so you get alerts whenever we do go live. Up on the site today, we have free premium tools and data. We usually do every day. Today is no exception. We have our NBA ownership rankings. We have our NHL top stacks and our UFC pro play. So if you hear us talk about top stack percentage, stack ownership, line ownership percentage, you can go check it out for yourself over at Osmo.com. Just go to our NHL top stacks. It is free up on the site for today. And we also have a Super Bowl giveaway. Just head on over to Twitter and check out our Osmo underscore com handle. That's our main Twitter account. Check out the pinned tweet for the Super Bowl giveaway. All you have to do is reply whether you think Joe Burrow 
or Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford will have more passing yards and follow the instructions to be entered for a chance to win a free year of Osmo Plus Platinum. It's a $1,000 value and all it takes is a reply to a Twitter or to a tweet. Sorry. So just head on over to our Twitter, Osmo underscore com and just reply with Matthew, Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow for more passing yards. All right, Josh. We have an early slate we should talk about. It starts here in about 45 minutes or so. We're not going to take too long on this because uh, the contests just are very big. And this is the only time uh, this information will actually be useful to the people watching live. Uh, We have three games on the docket. We have Philly going into Detroit, Carter Hart against expected to be Alex Nadalkovich. We have Boston going into Ottawa. We have the Bruins with starting Jeremy Swayman, Matt Murray for the Sens. We have Elvis Merzlikens starting for the Blue Jackets, and it looks like it's going to be Sam Montembeau for the Montreal Canadiens. All right, Josh, we got three games. We have uh, at, at least five non-playoff teams out of the six playing here, so we got some bad teams lining up. How do you see this uh, early slate breaking down? Yeah, this might be one of the worst three-game slates of all time. But <laughs> I said yet, I said yesterday that the four game slate was one of my favorite all time. It was absolutely terrible. So you don't really know how the slate's going to go until you get into it. Um, you know, I, I do like Detroit one again here. Um, they'll go out, you know, they might see some Drew. They might, you know, see a fair bit, but they also will see a fair bit of that depth of the flyers. So Detroit one definitely implied Detroit two. Um, my favorite line on the, Wings, they're going to see, you know, a pretty tough matchup in connecting Van Riemsdyk, but, you know, it's a tough five-on-five matchup, but Flyers have issues on the blue line. They have issues in goal. So I think, you know, both top six lines of the Wings are in play. Sorry. Talks. But um, on the flip side, I do like that Flyers top line getting that third line of Detroit it's a break-even line for their shutdown line. If you're going to give me, you know, Drew Atkinson, Lindblom, they're very expensive too. Like Atkinson's 7,100 on DraftKings. So I would imagine they may be a bit low owned. So I think, you know, getting to some flyers top line here definitely makes some sense. Uh, moving to the next game here. <laughs> Jackets, Canadians. Like, wow. Uh, both top... Like we could be looking at, and this is uh, with all due respect to Arizona, this could be the two worst teams in the league at the moment. And that's really saying something when you look how bad Arizona was for the first six to eight weeks of the season. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Line looked okay, uh, not missing a game with that wrist injury. So I definitely think both top lines are in play here. Um, I, I side to Montreal's top line here. I do like the Columbus second line, Voracek, Sillinger, Bjorkstrand. They're going to, you know, see depth of the Canadians, and that's just not – like, I'm trying to be nice. Not good. So, I, I do like Columbus two here. I like Montreal one. You want to play Columbus one, I think that's fine, but my preferred uh, line on the Columbus side is Columbus two. Uh, maybe Cole Caulfield moves up the lineup. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm hoping he does. He's been priced. He's he's actually looked really good of late. I think, you know, Murray St. Louis will actually be really good for him. Um, little boy goals with I a mean, little boy who, coach. Who, who, yeah, who better to coach Cole yeah. Caulfield than Marty St. Louis, right? Yeah. 
yeah. So I, I think, you know, a big beneficiary of Marty St. Louis will be Cole Caulfield. And I hope he moves up the line and gets some, gets some, um, New on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more you know, consistent ice time, but we'll wait and see on the lines there. And then <laughs> Boston, Ottawa, just Boston's a mess. Ottawa's a mess. Life's a mess. But, you know, like without Bergeron, without Marchand, who's this, who's appealing his suspension, he doesn't think he should be out any games. Sure, buddy. Um, you know, I, I do like that top line fully correlated. Adam Gaudet, 2,800. He's, you know, he hasn't been shooting too much, but when he does, he's been scoring, um, which is nice. So I, I think he can go to Ottawa top line here. You want to go to that second line, getting DeBrusque, Coyle, Smith, and think, you know, that's perfectly fine as well for Menton, Paul Brown. Don't really like their power play correlation, but, you know, it's a pretty decent five-on-five -five matchup. On the flip side, I do like Hall, Pasternak. I wish, you know, like Eric Hall saw some power play time or, you know, like Charlie Coyle, Coyle was centering them for a full power play correlation. But, you you know, Hall Pasternak, I do like. That second line's okay just because they're cheap and they see, you know, a couple of their guys see top power play minutes in DeBrust and Coyle. I think power play stacking is fine on the Bruins side. But so Ottawa one, maybe some Ottawa two, Boston one, Boston power play. So not – not a lot of great teams on the slate. The best team is Boston. They're completely banged up right now. So a lot of options, a lot of uncomfortable options. Uh, maybe that's good for MME, though. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, because of the nature of the slate, like, there's no line or team where I would say, yeah, don't play them or, or don't consider them or you can skip them or something like that, right? Like, when you have a bunch of bad teams playing each other, it brings everybody into play. Um, the one thing I will say, I, I brought this up the last time Detroit played. I'm I'm not a big fan of the way the current top line is construction constructed yeah. with uh, Zadina, Larkin, and Raymond. If you look at their playmaking data this year, Zadina, Larkin, and Raymond are all below average in shot assists. There's not a high-end playmaker on this line. Like Bertuzzi and Fabry are the playmakers, and they're both down on the second line. So yeah, like like Philly's bad, and like Larkin can easily fire a hat trick in here tonight. But uh, like, I just don't like that specific combination of players. I don't know if the skills mesh well. I kind of like Detroit too better in this matchup, and they've been very good. 52, 55 percent uh, shot share, expected goal share, scoring chance share, thirty two scoring chances per sixty minutes. So I do like Detroit too. Philly too 
has been pretty high event in their small sample. So maybe Detroit can get something done there on in Montreal, Columbus, like Nick Suzuki played nearly 24 minutes in Montreal's first game. Um, Martin St. Louis said they're going to lean on, on like their veterans slash high paid guys slash guys at the top of the lineup. Like I think Suzuki is going to be one of those guys that could be playing 20 plus regularly uh, moving forward. I guess we'll see. But 24 minutes in the first game is a good sign. So I do like that Montreal top line. We'll see what it looks like of warm-ups. Um, that Montreal top line going into the Patrick Lyon line. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, if they're going to play like 20 minutes against that Patrick Lyon line, I really like that matchup. Uh, I don't mind some sort of Columbus power play stack. Like the Montreal penalty kill is still awful. I'm not sure if St. Louis will be able to fix that. So, you know, like line eight, four check, two man, I think would be fine or, or some, something along those lines. Yeah, the, the best coach in the world can fix that PK right now until they get some goalies and blue liners. So it's true. Uh, and then Boston and Ottawa, but the Boston injuries, like I think the Ottawa top line is definitely in play here because Ottawa too will take the Boston top line, quote unquote, Hall and Pasternak. And then Ottawa one will get the second line, but with all of Boston's injuries, that's technically their third line. Like if everyone was healthy, it would be the Boston third line. So you get Ottawa one against a third line. I don't care what team's third line it is. I'll take the I'll take chances on that. So Stutzla uh, and Kachuk. So I like the Montreal and Ottawa top lines. I like the Detroit second line. I don't mind the Philly second line as well. Uh, Columbus power play if you really want to get spicy. Um, I think that about wraps it up for the early slate. I you know we'll drop some news if we if we get uh, if we get anything popping up. Is there anything else you want to add? No, but real quick, since uh, most of you guys are in here, there, I see 75 people. Yesterday on the show, we were, we were going to give away, you know, two weekly memberships for NBA All-Star break. And I said, after the show, go leave a comment with your favorite moment from last season or this season and contact information. Now, I saw at the end of the, yesterday's show, everyone was spamming their favorite moments in the live chat. If I was unclear... Uh, I meant in the comments section after the show ended. Um, if you don't know where to find it, I have a link on my Twitter. Just go look for it. Uh, we had 13 comments in the comments section. Only one person including included contact information. So if you want to be eligible to get a free week for NBA All-Star break, go leave your favorite moment from last season or this season from the show in the comments section and leave a way to get for us to get in contact with you if you do win. So, you know, if you want me to post a link, I will pin it to my Twitter. Uh, if you can't find it, I will pin it to my Twitter after the show. So go do that. Just make sure to leave a way to get for us to get in contact with you. Like we see you in the chat, but, you know, we don't know exactly how to get in contact with you if you don't leave it. So leave some contact. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just a just a nice little message there. Just make sure to drop a Twitter handle or your email address. I got a big head. Like I cannot get my head into the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Even Xander's laughing behind the boards. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about the size of your melon. Your melon. My heed from so I married an axe murderer. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that was i actually watched that movie over the summer man that's oh that's such a classic um with daytona right around the corner we are offering our osmo plus nascar package for less than two dollars 
per cup race this season. That's $70 for a full year of Osmo Plus NASCAR. This pass gives you access to our driver projections, our ownership projections, and our top drivers tool to give you the edge you need in NASCAR DFS. Use the promo code GREENFLAG, all capital letters, all one word, at checkout, or simply click the link in the description of this video to activate. This offer is valued through February 20th. That's next Sunday. So promo code GREENFLAG, all capital letters, all one word, for $70 for a full year of Osmo Plus NASCAR. All right, we got to get to this late slate. Let's get to this first game. Winnipeg, 2.6 implied gold total. They're going into Nashville. The Nashville Predators have a 3.4 implied goal total. Um, Winnipeg played last night. Uh, I, I was thinking about this. They might start Connor Hellebuck again. Like Winnipeg, they're like nine points out of a playoff spot, but they have like four or five games up to make up on everybody. Um, and Nashville is one of the teams that they're chasing. I don't know if they want to go, you know, one point out of four against Dallas and Nashville when they need to win these games. I think Connor Hellebuck might be a sneak start here. Just watch out for that. Um, But yeah, Winnipeg is on a back-to-back. Nashville is at home. I was dropping some stats to you uh, about Nashville in, uh, in our Discord earlier today. Why don't you talk about this Nashville and Winnipeg game? What do you think? Yeah, so... Since Forsberg, Granlund, Duchesne were together uh, earlier this season, they had excellent, excellent numbers. Recently, I forget what it was. Was it like the last 20 games, something like last, that? Yeah, last 150 minutes from 50, it was like 59% uh, expected goal share all the way down to 49% expected goal share. Yeah, so, you know, they have not looked great recently. Um, don't know what it is. Could be, you know, Forsberg had a symptomatic case of COVID and we've, we, listen, you don't we don't like talking about it but we we've seen you know these like ryan o'reilly said he he had a bad battle and you can see in his offensive game he just hasn't been the same we don't know what it is i don't like conjecturing but you know gramlin hasn't been great recently the problem is their prices have come way down and they're getting a winnipeg team on the back-to-back with an iffy penalty kill it could be comrie but I, i do agree with you i i think they may start hellebuck again um you know, despite losing last night, like, Hallibuck wasn't super busy. <laughs> that, that Dallas game, man, Dallas, when they play bad, is it, just ugly, ugly hockey. But anyway, I, I do like Nashville top line here. And, um, you know, well, I lost my train of thought. I, I do like the Nashville top line here. They're fully correlated on the power play. The prices have come down. We don't have ownership. We don't have our first ownership run yet. It's too early in the day. I'll be interested to see where they come in an ownership because they're, what, uh, nine, four? In the 15s, the full stack, which is really cheap for them. They're getting a decent power play matchup. If Comrie starts, it's even better. He's a big drop-off from Halibuck. So I, I do think Nashville one's in play. On the flip side, we talk about these power play matchups. This is a very, very good Winnipeg power play matchup. Nashville has one of the worst penalty kills in the league uh, since Ryan Ellis went to the Flyers in the offseason. That's a huge, huge loss for them. You know, UC Saros bails them out as much as they can, but you saw it um, in the Dallas game when Dallas played Nashville. Like, UC did all he could, and they still scored on the power play. So I think doing some sort of Winnipeg power play is, is where I'd lean. I don't like 
five on five stacking Shifu and Wheeler just because their numbers of five on five are so bad. But you can include them in power play stacking. Now I'll be interested to see because they did move Pierre Lac Dubois up to that second line towards about halfway through the game, but they did move Cole Perfetti off that line and move Jansen Harkins up. That being said, like whatever. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What that impacts, really, is Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor with Pierre-Lac Dubois so much better than he is with Andrew Kopp. So I think, you know, if you want to do a power play sack, you do something like Pierre-Lac Dubois, Connor Shifley, you know, Dubois, Connor, Pionk, you know, something like that. You know, I think including very expensive Kyle Connor, if Pierre-Lac Dubois is there, is something that I'd want to do. So power play stacking for me on Winnipeg side, Nashville one, if their ownership's in check, if they're coming in like way over leveraged, I probably will take a pass just because they're five on five numbers recently do have me worried. Um, so Nashville one Winnipeg power play. I'm wondering what happens with the Winnipeg power play here because Neil Pionk just returned in that game last night and they only had one power play and Josh Morrissey ran it. But the thing is, is, uh, Pionk and Schmidt had just come off the ice from a penalty kill or a four on four situation. Sorry. So I, was it a situation where they didn't want to put Schmidt and Pionk out, you know, for an extended shift and they just put Morrissey out because they think they're interchangeable or is it, um, that Morrissey is the top power play guy now? Like, I, I don't know quite how to read that. I think Morrissey is probably the guy you have to pick if you're going with the power play just because he was on the power play last night and we don't have a better answer right now. But uh, it's just I, – I like, Pionk probably should be running it, but, I, like, with the way they ran things last night, it very well could be Morrissey. I do have the Winnipeg power play in my uh, power in my uh, power plays article up at Osmo.com, free to read for anybody – I don't need to be a subscriber. Head to Osmo.com. My Power Plays article will be up later today. Um, And it's just talking about uh, the Nashville penalty kill. Bottom 10 uh, by expected goals against while on the PK. You know, bottom five uh, 
by uh, shot attempts allowed, nearly the most time shorthanded. So the Winnipeg power play very much in play. On the Nashville side, like you said, it's been a tale of two, t- of, of two halves for that top line. The first half, 60% shot share, three and a half expected goals per 60 minutes. Since then, 53% shot share, 2.1 expected goals per 60 minutes. They've really fallen off. So, like, I'm not going to begrudge anybody for using Nashville 1 today. Um, they're very much in play. Uh, we don't have uh, a t- our top stacks run uh, just yet. I imagine they'll be fairly popular because they're not super expensive and it is a short slate and Winnipeg is a back-to-back. Um, so I think Nashville won. Uh, I think they're they're very much in play. On the blue line, I think the, my favorite play out of this whole game is honestly Roman Yossi. Um, I was looking at our Osmo projections, and we have him for 3.3 more DraftKings points than the next closest defenseman. It's like 30% more points than the next closest defenseman on this slate. And there are some expensive defensemen, um, you know, pro, or sorry, uh, Zach Wierenski, 7,200, uh, you know, um, Seth Jones, 6,900. And he's projecting nice. for way, way more points than, than them. So I, I don't know, man, Roman Yossi straight up one of my favorite plays on this whole slate. I think Josh Morrissey makes sense as long as he's running the power play. What do you think about defensemen? Yeah, I agree with you on Yossi. He's just like, if the, if the, if the Predators score a bunch of goals, he's going to be involved. If they're down, he's just going to start shooting the puck. So, like, if they're winning, there's a good chance, you know, at a points bonus. If they're losing, good shot, good shot at a combo meal. You know what I mean? So, like, he has a very high floor and a high ceiling. So, I agree. Like, I don't like Josh Morrissey, but if he is on the power play, I think you have to consider him just because uh, the Predators have a, depending on the metric you look at, one of the top three worst penalty kills in the league. So he'll be involved. Um, we won't get clarity on the power play unit. I don't mind Pionk as a one-off and hope he sees some power play time just because he is their best puck mover. And if they do score a five on five, there's a good chance if he's on the ice, he will be involved. Yep. And, you know, not that much more expensive than Morrissey. They're basically interchangeable. Um, yep. I agree with that. All right, let's move along to this next game. Toronto, three and a half implied gold total. They're going into Vancouver. Vancouver has a 2.5 implied gold total. That's a mistake uh, on the screen uh, on my part. Uh, so Toronto, three and a half. Vancouver, two and a half. Um, Matthews, Austin Matthews is in the Power Plays article up at Osmo.com. I don't think it's a massive surprise. Um, you know, he like the, he scored in 21 out of 42 games this season, uh, 21 out of 41 games. Sorry. Uh, that's over half his games. And he scored in over half his games last season. Like there's a reason why he's priced where he is. That top line has been pretty good on the Vancouver side. I know, I think our lineup builder is showing some different lines. Uh, oh, they got, just got updated. Never mind. So JT Miller, Bo Horvat, Brock Besser is the top line for Vancouver. The second line, Elias Pedersen with Vasily Paul Colson and Nils Hoglander on his wings. Uh, that tells me Miller Horvat Besser is going right into that Matthews matchup all game long. So what do you think about this one, Josh? Yeah, I'm saving that Vancouver top line for another day. Because I, I feel like they're just going to be really popular in a not the best matchup. Um, and they're 2C. But, you know, they are fully correlated. Peter Morazic is in that. I don't know. Like Jack Campbell has not been great. 
the past 10 games I, or whatever it was. Yeah, I think they said Mrazic's going to be starting. Yeah, which, which may actually be good for the Leafs. So as much as I like this Vancouver top line, I think I'm going to save it for another, another slate and a better matchup. If you want to use them, just be aware. You know, if you're an awesome, awesome member, check out the top stacks. Uh, just to make sure they're not like wildly over leveraged. But if you want to play them, I think it's okay. It's just not the best matchup. I really, I really like how DraftKings is pricing up Matthews. It makes it, you know, like you actually have to think about just not blindly throwing him in. Um, and man, can we, can we just talk about my son Mitchell Marner for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Talk yeah. about him all you want. Yeah, like ten shots on goal last game. You know. I had, you know, I had that a talk with him. I called him. I said, hey, Mitch, my man, you're making 11 and a half million. Shoot the puck. Shoot first. Austin can clean it up, man. Try, try to stop setting him up. Just shoot. Austin will clean it up. And look, look what he's doing. They moved him into the better spot on the power play. He's been more involved. He's been more shoot first. And he's still reasonably priced. So I, I do really like uh, Toronto one here. Um, you know, when Mitch Marner gets up into the 8Ks, that's when it gets a little iffy for him. But at 6,700 on DraftKings, I, I still think he's very viable with Matthews. And I also see that William Nylander is priced down under 6K now. So if you want a power play stack and add a Nylander, I think that's fine. You want to add in Tavares, do that. Um, don't mind that second line either, you know, Tavares, Nylander. It's definitely cheaper than Matthews, Marner. Uh, I just I just really like the way Matthews and Marner have been playing together. So I, I lean towards... Uh, Toronto one tonight, Toronto power play. And I do like Vancouver one. I think in MME, you can have some. I just, you know, one to three, I want to save them for a better matchup. So the Vancouver penalty kill is kind of interesting to me because they're allowing a ton of shot attempts. Like I think they're 24th or 25th by shot attempts allowed on the penalty kill um, since Christmas, but they're not allowing very many shots or expected goals. Like, it seems like they're forcing a lot of bad shots. Now I wonder how that's going to work tonight because this, this Toronto power play is one of the best in the league. And if you allow them a lot of bad shots, thinking that they are bad shots, I think you might have a very bad time allowing Austin Matthews and Willie Nylander and John Tavares to fire from wherever they want. So I think there are two ways to go with Toronto here. It's either the Toronto top line. Cause that trot that Toronto top line has just been absolutely absurd uh so far this year um i was i was talking about it in the power place article uh this top line over 70 shot attempts per 60 minutes over 42 score scoring chances per 60 minutes like that's just absolutely insane anything over 30 i consider high 42 is just bonkers so um i think full toronto one is here i think some sort of toronto power play stack as you mentioned is just fine like i'm not sure I don't know if the Vancouver penalty kill is smoke or mirrors or not right now, but I think the Toronto power play is good enough that it, to use it to to try and find out. So I think both those are definitely in play here on the Vancouver side. I agree with you. I'm going to wait to see the top stacks run because I could see this line, even though it's in a bad matchup coming in at like, you know, 13, 14% because the top line is going to play 20 minutes and they're only, uh, you know, 13 K I think as a trio on DraftKings. So you know, it is a double center, but they are very cheap uh, and you have a utility you can play with. So I think you might see some high ownership on Vancouver one. Just watch the top stacks. As Josh mentioned, they are up on the site for free today. 
On the blue line, Oliver Ekman Larson, his price has come up uh, a whopping, what, $300? So, <laughs> I mean, Quinn Hughes uh, is, is expected to miss this game again. So, uh, you know, fire up Oliver Ekman Larson again. Um, is there anybody on the Toronto side you want to use besides correlating? Not really, but I'm evolving. I like Morgan Riley tonight at 5,900. Like, I, I, like, when he's priced up in like 67, 6,800, it's just, he just doesn't do enough. But under 6K in this power play spot, I know Vancouver's penalty kill has been decent, but they've been giving up a ton of shots. Morgan Riley does shoot a bunch from the point on the power play. So, you know, if they're going to give those bad shots, it's probably going to be Riley from the point instead of getting something in close and danger. So I, I kind of like Morgan Riley tonight. Auvernack and Larson's fine, like 3,400. I just feel like he's going to be popular tonight. And I don't, I don't know. Like Popular Oliver Ekman Larson not getting the peripherals he did when he was in Arizona, more reliant on power play assists. It just, it just doesn't feel – it feels like I'm chasing points with Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think you can fade him in GPPs yeah. for sure because he's he is going to carry a lot of ownership. I think it's just, just, you know, for the cash game players out there, it's a little bit more of a question. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com. We'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. And that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's NHL $2,000 baller and the $1 million baller for the Super Bowl tomorrow. We also have a free roll running for the big game on Yahoo with first place getting $1,000 and a year of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to that contest in the description below and make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right, we got three games left. Let's bury, let's uh, just bury ourselves through these games. Uh, Chicago, two and a half implied gold total. Going into St. Louis, the St. Louis Blues have a 3.4 implied gold total. Uh, St. Louis got embarrassed in their last game at home to St. to New Jersey, 7 4. One of the weirder games of the NHL season. Um, that led to St. Louis shaking up their lines a bit. Uh, they moved Pavel Buchnevich down to the second line with Robert Thomas and Vladimir Tarasenko and pushed 
Jordan Cairo back up to the top line with Ryan O'Reilly and Braden Shen. Um, this looks like it should be a lopsided game, but we were talking a lot about the Blues in our Discord chat this morning, and I, I think there's at least one line to like here tonight, but maybe this team isn't as good as we thought they might be. Yeah. It's like, I want to play Bucinavich, Thomas Tarasenko tonight. Like, I like them as a line. There's a uh, couple reasons why I'm kind of iffy on it. The power play correlation isn't great, and I wish it was better because this is a good power play spot. But they're going to see a fair bit of that Doc debrinkat hagel line. And I know it's a small sample. It's like 43 minutes. But that Doc debrinkat hagel line are, you know, controlling 55% of the shot share. They're generating a bunch, and they're not giving up anything. Four high danger chances against for 61 and a half expected goals against. Maybe that's smoke and mirrors because it is the Blackhawks. But that iteration has played very well together. Um, you know, they're going to see a bunch of Tarasenko, Thomas, Buchnevich. If you want to play that Blues line, that's fine. They have a big total. You know, Tarasenko's on the top power play. Thomas and Buchnevich are on the second power play. I, I really, you know how I feel about Buchnevich. If he was on the Rangers right now, they would, you know, they'd be good. <laughs> but it is what it is. I still think you can go to that St. Louis second line. Um, you know, you want to go to Ryan O'Reilly. I just, it just doesn't do anything for me. But again, O'Reilly Shen on the top power play unit. You want to throw Tarasenko in there for a power play stack. That's fine. I just don't like their power play units. I just wish they would clean them up a little bit better for even strength. I'm just not super high on the blues. If you want to one off somebody, I think David Perron at 4,100 on that third line makes some sense. I'm just not super enthusiastic about playing the Blues tonight. On the on the Blackhawks side, I think if I'm going to go to a line, it would be that Debrinkat Doc Hagel line. It just, you know, Strom, Kane, Kubelik going to see O'Reilly, and yeah, like maybe it's not as great with Shannon Kairou there as it is in, with Perron. But Ryan O'Reilly, man, he plays at such a slow pace at five on five that. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather just go to a line in a bit of a better matchup that has been generating a bunch in, with Debrinkat and Hagel. And Debrinkat has had a great season. He's still moderately priced at 5500 So I think he can play some Chicago, too, here again. You want to leave off Doc, that's fine. Um, so uh, Hawks, too. Maybe some St. Louis, too. I just I'm not super enthusiastic about either side in this game. It's Ryan O'Reilly I want to talk about because he was the guy I talked about a lot in our Discord this morning. From 2016 through 2020, that's a span of four seasons, he was in the 96th percentile of shot assists in the league. That's passes leading to shots. It's one of those playmaking metrics we look at to see who can help create goals. And 96th percentile, obviously, is just super elite. He did that over four seasons. So far this year, He's the fifth best on his own team. It's just a, just a cataclysmic drop-off. And if you look at his play-driving numbers, you know, just aside from that, whether it's over at Evolving Hockey or Hockey Biz, wherever, they've fallen off, offensively have fallen off considerably. So I don't know what's going on with Ryan O'Reilly. This isn't a case where he's just getting unlucky with shooting percentages or something like that. They're playing poorly at, at five-on-five on offense. So... And like I brought up Braden Shen in our Discord. He's 
playing worse than Ryan O'Reilly. So like, yeah, it's just a mess. The yeah, top one is bad. It's like I, flat out bad. I can see wanting to play the top line because they're not super expensive and, you know, they'll get the power play minutes against a bad power play, bad penalty kill. But honestly, I'm not playing that St. Louis top line. The St. Louis second line is what stuck out way more to me. Um, this second line has been very good this year. Uh, I wrote about Pavel Buchnevich uh, in the power plays article. This line is generating 3.1 expected goals and four and a half actual goals per 60 minutes on the season. Like this has been St. Louis's arguably their best offensive line all year. I don't know why they broke them up, but now they're back together. Uh, so St. Louis too is very much in play. I think you can leave off Terrence Sankel on that stack. And I'm going to say, and this is why, is because St. Louis has been starting to split their power play units, like the time at least. So I like, hate their power play units too. Like I know, but, up at, one. but at least they're going 50-50. So Falk and Buchnevich and Thomas are on the second unit, and they're generating like nine expected goals per 60 minutes on the power play together this year. The second unit has been by far better than the top unit. It's been the case all season long. So, you know, if you don't want to pay up for a super expensive Tarasenko, I think you can two-man Thomas Buchnevich, especially where Thomas is down at 4K now, not at 5,500 or whatever it was. I think you can do that, throw in some Justin Falk and be on your way. So St. Louis two, maybe some secondary power play from the Blues. Uh, on the Chicago side, I think it's the top line I would go into. Like, honestly, I, I just don't have any faith in that Shen O'Reilly Kairou line of being good defensively, even with... O'Reilly having good defensive metrics this year. So I think Stroman Kane, at least as a two-man, are definitely in play for me here in this game. Uh, on the blue line, there's no one that's really sticking out to me. Basically across the board, I, like Jake McCabe, I guess, under 3K for Chicago might be fine. Um, I think Justin Falk, 4,200, is my favorite defenseman in this game, actually. Um, you know, running the power play, he can, he can shoot the puck, he can score. Um, don't mind Falk at 4,200. Any other defensemen here? We'll say Falk at 4,200 is fine. When Falk was like 6,500 on the top power play on Carolina instead of Dougie Hamilton, that was the most tilting thing ever. But Justin Falk, 4,200 is fine here tonight. On the, on the Blackhawks side, yeah, I agree with you, uh, Jake McCabe, 2,900. If you're, you know, you want to correlate with Seth Jones, I think that's fine. But personally, I'd rather find the extra 500 to go up to Yossi. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree with you. Uh, let's get to this next game. Carolina, 3.1 implied goal total going into Minnesota. Minnesota Wild have a 3.0 implied goal total. I'll say this one thing. I don't play over on FanDuel, so I like I don't usually check the pricing unless um, I have to write about it, and today I had to write about it. Sebastian Ajo is like $600 less expensive than Austin Matthews over on FanDuel. And I don't, I don't get the pricing on either of them, really. Like, I don't get why they're so close together. Should Matthews be $2,000 more expensive? Should Ajo be $2,000 cheaper? Whatever it is. I just had to laugh at that pricing. Um, I think there's stuff to like on both sides here. And Vegas kind of agrees seeing both teams have a three-plus total. What do you like, Josh? Yeah, Marcus Foligno suspended, right? That's right. Yeah, so, you know, that checking line, they'll still have Joel Eriksson and Greenway. I'd imagine they'll have – who Who did they put there last time? Like, Probably Duhame, I think. Duhame, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's still fine. Like, they're going to be glued to Ajo, Terravine, and Natchez tonight. Um, 
I, I still do like Teravine and Ajo as the two-man, just because despite getting that matchup, the Wild have an awful penalty kill, and they've been taking a fair bit of penalties recently. But I think I'd rather go to the Svechnikov trocheck line. Um, they'll probably see a fair bit of the fiala Gaudreau boldy line, which, again, isn't a great matchup because that line has been very good defensively as well. But that Trocek and Svechnikov together, they have been crazy high event. They've been generating a ton. They've also been giving up a ton. Um, so I, I do like Carolina too. And on the flip side, that makes me do like the fiala Gaudreau boldy line. I think, you know, you want to leave off Freddie Gaudreau, I guess that's fine. Uh, I think you can go boldy Fiala two man. You can do that. You were also telling us in Discord the the wild home and road splits. Like they are unbelievably better at home. Like it's a stark difference. It's like three point five expected goals all the way down to two point two on the road, something like that. Maybe not that stark, but it, it's pretty. It's it's a full expected goal down. Yeah. yeah, and you know they'll probably see a fair bit of that third line, which you know. Is still pretty good from Carolina. Stall, Niederreiter, Fast, but like it's not going to be enough for me to say like, yeah, I'm I'm going to fade Minnesota one on a five gamer. So yeah, Minnesota one definitely in play. I think both second lines are my favorite on the on these teams, especially Kov Trocheck and Fiala Boldy. Uh, you want a power play stack the the Canes. I think that's a interesting way to get different in GVPs tonight. Like the, it's a six over under, and I, I have a you know. I feel like this game is going to go over. So, especially with those second lines, Trochak Svechnikov, very high event offensively, very high event defensively. So, definitely like getting some Fiala Boldy in there. Uh, Minnesota won. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Carolina Power Play. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota won. Uh, yeah, they are much better at home. Um, that is one thing that's very important here. Uh, it's a full expected goal hire. It's a full actual goal hire. Like they're not just generating more. They're actually scoring more at home than on the road. I mean, I think part of it is is the matchups, right? Um, when Minnesota's at home, they send that top line out often against the bottom six. So, you know, playing against the bottom six at home versus uh, shutdown lines on the road uh, will make a difference. So, um yeah, Minnesota won absolutely in play here for uh, here for me today. I wanted to use Minnesota three. I wanted to use that shutdown line going into Sebastian Ajo, but with Marcus Foligno off there, like I'm not sure I want to use Brandon Duhame. I think an Erickson Eck um, Greenway two man is just fine as well. But I kind of moved off of them when I, when I remember that Foligno was was suspended and and moved 
to Minnesota too. Minnesota too has just been really, really good offensively. Uh, 3.2 expected goals per 60 minutes, 67 shot attempts for per 60 minutes, just very good offensively. And as you mentioned, Carolina too has been, let's say giving it up back and forth, uh, both offensively like and three on three hockey out there. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, I think both second lines actually are kind of in play for that, for that reason. Um, but it's the Minnesota second line that I do like more on the Carolina side. I think I would probably go to the top line. You know, if Marcus Foligno's out, like Brandon Duhame's a clear step down from him. Let's, you know, let's be very clear about that. I think Erickson Eck uh, and Greenway can still do the job, but this is still a game of uh, very random things happening. And we'll see where the top stacks come in. If we get good leverage on Carolina one, they're at least going to be in consideration for me. So Carolina one, Minnesota one, Minnesota two, especially for me. Uh, wrote up Joel Erickson Eck in the power plays article. I think he makes a reasonable one-off here tonight. He gets that power play time. As mentioned, he'll probably play more minutes because he's at home, gets that shutdown role. So don't mind Erickson Eck as a one-off. Uh, let's get to the blue line here. Um, is there anybody that sticks out on the blue line? I want to, I'll mention Brett Pesci. Uh, he's probably going to be in my power plays article that I'll, uh, that's going to be posted uh, over on Osmo.com, he's 3,200 on DraftKings, but he's 5,800 on FanDuel. So uh, might be site dependent uh, where you use Brett Pesci. Anybody else? Yeah, I like Brett Pesci on DK. I think Brady Shea is cheaper on FanDuel. I think he'd be the punt. Uh, Tony D, if you're correlating. Slavin's fine. I think I'd still rather just play Pesci. On the Minnesota side, uh, You want if you want to correlate, I think, you know, power play with Spurgeon. One off, I think I would go to Brodine or Golgoski. I think Dumba's back, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's 3,800. So that's an interesting price for him. I I may wait a game, but I think he's an interesting decision in GPPs. Yeah, uh, like I would probably rather play him than, you know, uh, Nate Schmidt at 4,100 or, you know, Matthias Ekholm at 3,500. I kind of like him uh, at that range. All right, let's move this along. We have... An Osmo Hall of Fame here at Osmo.com where we like to celebrate our, our, our not just our people, but our subscribers winning. Uh, if you'd like to jump into the Osmo Hall of Fame and win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants. And then you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account. Uh, you do all that. You can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum, but you can only win one free month per year. Uh, we have had uh, some fairly significant winners. You see A. Anderson, 13, taking down the NBA 400K fadeaway for $100,000. That is a huge hit. Uh, T.O. Deck uh, taking down first and second in uh, the 50K NBA Sunday, uh, Sunday shot. Uh, you'll see uh, Mr. B. 14 uh, taking down this uh, three max for uh, NBA uh just for cbj stuff uh coming into some nhl work here uh took down the nhl breakaway for a hundred dollars uh and then if a couple nights ago we had a takedown over on FanDuel as well looked like it was in the 444 uh calgary two uh for first place for three thousand dollars so if you want to get in the osmo hall of fame just make sure you have the osmo avatar as your avatar whether on DraftKings or FanDuel. Make sure you finish in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants and then just tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account. 
coming up later, we have the NFL strategy show coming up in about, oh, 35 minutes from now, 1230 Eastern. Uh, one more game left on the season, so get your NFL fix in. Uh, that is with Greg and Neil. And then we have our MMA live before lock with Floyd and Rogers coming up at four o'clock Eastern. And that is followed by your NBA double dose of your deeper dive and live before lock at five o'clock Eastern. All right. This is our last game, Josh, New York Islanders, 2.3 implied goal total. They're going into Calgary. The Calgary flames have a 3.2 implied goal total. Uh, the new, the Islanders played last night. Sorokin started, they lost three, one, I think. Um, so I assume it'll be Semyon Barlamov in net for the Islanders here tonight. They also changed up their lines a little bit. Uh, they moved Anthony Beauvillier back to the second line and put Ross Johnston down on the fourth line. Uh, that puts Nelson Bailey and Beauvillier back together. That was a line that was very good for them last year, but has been very bad for them this year. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get much. I got to some, I was wanting to get some Islanders last night. Not sure if I'm going to get there tonight. I think there's certainly a lot to like about Calgary. What do you think? Yeah, I'm probably going to be out on the Islanders tonight. If I was MMEing, maybe I'd get to some in 20 to 150. I just, this is just a brutal matchup. Are the Flames a juggernaut? Like, they could be. I'm maybe a little bit hyperbole there, but, you know. Maybe I'll go check out the odds for a Panthers-Flames Stanley Cup and throw a couple shekels down on that matchup. But, um, man, that Calgary top line has been ridiculous. The Calgary second line has been equally, if not more, ridiculous. Um, you know, I, I do love the Calgary top line tonight. They're fully correlated. They're, they haven't slowed down, slowed down at all this season. Like, it's just crazy how good they've been. They're going to get depth matchups of – you know, the Islanders tonight, whether it's J.G. Pajot or, you know, the fourth line. I, the Islanders just aren't great defensively. I do love Calgary one tonight. That Calgary second line getting Barzell, Lee, Clutterbuck, like, sure. Like, that's not going to scare me away from playing um, Eat Bread, Backlund, and Coleman. Like, Mangiapane is going to win the Cy Young this, this year if he keeps going. Like, he's in he's in the Cy Young race with uh, Debrinkat and Chris Kreider. But I think, you know, Mangiapane has better Cy Young numbers. He's been he's been so like their prices don't move. They're under 10k tonight on DraftKings. Like why? Yeah, they play only 15 minutes a night, but they they just absolutely nuke whoever they're playing. So yeah, I really love Calgary two as a filler. If you want to spend up Calgary one, um, not the best power play spot for Calgary. So you know I see Sean Monahan 2700 power play one. If you want to you know include him as a one-off or in a power play stack that's fine i just you know i'd rather just five on five stack on the islander side like i just i don't know if i'm gonna get to anything like maybe i'll take it like if i was making 20 lineups maybe i'd take a stab on bovillier nelson bailey i know they've been awful this year but they're super cheap and they had good numbers last year so maybe they you know they throw it back to last year tonight but you know I'm not going to go all in or anything. I'd take a, you know, one or two lineup stab in MME. Yeah, I it's the line matching I want to mention first because they Calgary has kind of changed their line matching a little bit of late and they're matching top six against top six, but they're sending out the second line against the top line. So you'll see uh, Backlund and Manjapani and them going out against the Islanders top line here tonight. And then Calgary one will actually go out against the Islanders second line a fair bit. And I wanted to note that because of how bad that Islanders second line has been this year. 
46% shot share, 42% of the scoring chances. That is awful. And yeah, like this team had a bad start to the season. It was like a 13 game road trip or something like that, that took them right into the middle of November. And then they had that huge COVID breakout at the end of November, early December. So, you know, there's a lot of turmoil here, but it's not like they've started playing better of late. Um, you know, even the, even the top line is getting worse. So I really, really, really like the Calgary top line here tonight. I really, really, really like the Calgary second line here tonight. Those two lines are two of my favorite lines on this entire slate, actually. So we'll see where ownership comes in. Um, depending, It depends what you want to do with the rest of your lineup. If you have a main stack you like, use Calgary 2 as a filler. If you have a filler you like, use Calgary 1 as your main stack. So I think there's reasons to play both of the top two lines. Uh, on the Islander side, the only thing I'm interested in is Oliver Wallstrom. Um, and it's because Calgary's penalty, Calgary's elite defensively at five on five, but their penalty kills like closer to average and like average isn't bad, but it seems like the one place he might be able to take a little bit of advantage of them. And Wallstrom just shoots, the, he shoots from everywhere on the power play. It's actually pretty wild. So I think Wallstrom might make sense as a one-off here tonight, but that's about it for me on the Islander side. Calgary won and Calgary too. Uh, on the blue line, nobody really sticking out for me. Um, you know, I think Oliver Shillington's fine at 3,700. I'll always play him at that price. Anybody else? Shillington, Hannafin, Tanev, usual suspects for me. If you want to correlate with Rasmus Anderson, I don't think you have to tonight. This isn't the best power play spot. On the Islander side, I think, you, you know, Wallstrom Dobson two man could be a you know low owned spicy meatball tonight. I don't know if I'm going to get there. Um, I maybe punt with Pellick or Mayfield, but nothing truly exciting. Yeah, there isn't a lot exciting in that game. I agree. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, as I mentioned, the it is the NFL strategy show for tournaments, GPP strategy coming up in about 30 minutes. Before we get out of here, Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies. My hat trick pick for tonight is one Pavel Buchnevich. My goalies are Cam Talbot, Semyon Varlamov, if you want to get real spicy. And I I don't mind going right back to Connor Hellebuck if he starts here tonight. Who you like? I like those guys. I'll add on Markstrom. I think Freddie is an interesting pick as well. Is Jay Willie here? I hope he's here. My hat trick pick, Mitch Marner. Wow. <laughs> the spiciness here on a Saturday. Mitchell Marner, Pavel Buchnevich. Are your hat trick picks. All right, we got to get out of here. Stick around for that NFL show coming up in about 30 minutes for producer Tyler, for Mr. Harris. I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight and we'll see you on Monday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.